0: Buddy, I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is business meets spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today, Hallie and I are starting the conversation, sitting down, which is actually um, I like it better.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it we, we talked mo- about this in the other. I know podcast, we did, so. but I'm
0: just reminding people in case they forgot over the last week that okay. <laughs> we are doing this and that it's it's sustained because that was one yes. people might have been curious. When you listen to podcasts, don't you? When they mention stuff off the show like that, aren't you curious? If they're still doing it or no?
1: Mm, Not really. All
0: right. Yeah. All right. So anyways, that probably goes well into the the question of the wandering mind. Yeah. In case you were wondering, wondering, in wandering.
1: What we're going to be talking about.
0: Yes, you could be. Um, Well, you have a a deep question about this.
1: I don't know if it's deep, but it's certainly top of mind right now. um, Because I've been experiencing a lot uh, lately, in particular while it seems to happen while I'm listening to the Bhagavad.
0: The Bhagavad Gita.
1: Bhagavad Gita. Yes. Um, and I'm listening to that. And so I don't know if it's just like maybe the tone of his voice or some of the yeah. content, which I need, you know, kind of want to go back and look at the physical copy too. So I really understand everything that's being said in, in the book. But um, as I'm listening to that, my mind starts to wander. You know, I'm, dr- I'm driving into the office, listening to a podcast or a book or whatever. And my, it doesn't happen all the time. But all of a sudden, my mind is starting to wander as one's mind tends to do. But is that a bad thing? What does it really mean when your mind wanders? Is it a bad thing? To me, it feels like my mind is really free in those states and that I can get really creative and I end up solving problems or having really great ideas. But then also I do know that it means I'm not being present in in driving or listening to the, the book that I'm listening to. So it's bad that I'm not present, but it's great because I'm having these good ideas or clarity about a situation. So I don't really know what the question is, but just talk to me about that.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's all good. I think the the exploration of the nature of the mind is really what it is. And so I always kind of go back to the deeper level. It's like, well, how do you know that the mind is wandering?
1: Well, because I, I, I am not present.
0: Well, how do you know the mind is wandering? As opposed to what? Not wandering. You're the one who told me the mind is wandering. So how do you know yes, it's wandering?
1: Because I'm not paying attention to every single word that's on the podcast or I'm not.
0: Yeah. But how do you know that?
1: Because I'm listening to it.
0: Yeah. So how do you know you're listening to the mind?
1: I feel like there's a specific answer here and yes, I'm not I'm, passing it, the test. You're
0: not. Are you having a go yet?
1: <laughs> um, what was the
0: question? <laughs> it's a, how do you know the mind is wandered? Like, how do you know you dreamt? So go back a because layer
1: because it's not me dreaming. It's my mind.
0: I'm just going to give you this answer. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> totally like, not it, getting it. it. Well, the, the question is, it's like, when, I love it when you get to this point, it's like, well, I always, I always go deeper. So when you ask the question, we'll get to the, that actual answer. But the reality is, is, is the nature of the mind is to explore the nature of the mind. So it recognizes the bifurcation or the separation from you, from the mind. So if you know, the mind is wandering, you know, that you're not it. And that's most important, and that'll oh. take you the rest of your way. So, if, so when you say like, "How do you know the mind is wandering?" You go because I'm in here watching the mind wander.
1: I felt like I said that.
0: You didn't quite say that okay. at all. Like yeah, and, but you, I'm not the. You mind. didn't even come close to saying that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not the mind, therefore, that's I can see the mind. Yeah, because you're
0: in there watching it.
1: Yeah, no, I I got that. Yeah, so
0: you're so you're in there watching it. Yeah, you actually, I mean, you may have you may have hinted toward that direction. Yes, it was there, but like, so you're in there. So the nature of the mind itself is to watch the mind do its dance. So it's almost irrelevant whether or not. uh, Well, we can answer the the kind of how do you use that to. To use the mind to allow it to wander to be creative—that's wonderful. That's a wonderful tool of how you, if you're using the mind from your ability to go ask the question about how you can be creative in different things, using the mind as you use a tool, but that you're the one that's directing it. But but yeah, but this. But this is different. different, This is you, and you may also be experiencing. Where it start to have the separation from this. Cause I, even when you wrote the email about this, like I could see in the email that you were already separate, whereas which is that the language has changed with you. So meaning that it's like when you're back there and you can start watching the mind, you start using different language because that's your new reflective of reality. It's your new thinking and how your perspective is of, of the reality and of the mind. Mm-hmm. So you're going on watching the mind wander, which it probably already always has. You're just oh, yeah. now understanding what it's doing from a different perspective. And you're curious about that. So when we talk about the new nature of the mind in itself it's we just become curious at every stage and every in this stage you're looking at and going why does see the mind wandering it probably has always wandered but you've never been so far away from it you've always been attached to it so the 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 first question comes in there is now i can see that i'm not the mind and now i see it wandering Mm -hmm. that's wonderful what does that mean it means that you're not attached to mind it means then you can explore and go man the mind does some crazy weird things at all time but it's it's just it's just a a a in a, it's not real. It's just a, an object of consciousness because of what you're seeing. Is
1: there a, t- a time when you're, I mean, but then again, of course you're, you're not present in the moment. If you're, well, you can be, you can be
0: present. Okay. So you, you can be, the, the difference how? is how
1: can you be present? And have because your you're mind.
0: present watching the mind. Okay. Remember that it's it, when you're not present or not. A, a but I mean, like awake, if I'm
1: driving, I'm all clearly not present driving. If I'm watching the mind,
0: Well, I think you can be actually, okay. I think you should watch this process. I understand what you're saying. I think if you're, if you're watching the mind, you can still watch the road. The difference is when you become glued to the mind, you become no longer present. So that should be like the, the buffer is when you no longer realize you're watching the mind, you're no longer present. the minute if you can still recognize that you're watching the mind and you're watching the road you're still there when you lose your ability to be there is when you no longer you know what that means like all of a sudden you come back from being there and you go man I was really like I do not even know how I drove right that's being very unconscious but if you're still in there watching the mind do its dance I, I like I can sit I can be driving watching the mind wander say one of these weird things and be driving and be totally present I think that's actually the interaction with life though. You you actually bring up a really good point is the 200% life is that, is that you're watching, you're in a meeting, you're present in the meeting and you're watching the mind go ballistic, but you don't pay attention to the mind, even though you see it there. And over time, the deeper you get from this, the less strength the mind has to grab you down into it, which is partly why you're able to see it differently now.
1: Right. But you said, and then you're, but you're not paying attention to the mind, but but sometimes I want to pay attention because that's where I have all these great ideas. So I want to pay attention to it.
0: And you're choosing to pay attention to it.
1: Okay. And if it's it was, a, if it was more, more negative or bringing me like into judgment or.
0: Or it could be desire or it could be positive. Right. It's still pulling okay. you into the mind. It's just the nature of the mind. The nature of the right. mind always but has. But then we're
1: talking about, pre- then we go get, well, now we're stuck in preferences. And now I like these thoughts and these these thoughts and now I'm going to not. Which be is why you, to d- not-
0: you don't, you don't have to have it. You don't, you don't have to understand any of that. You just, the nature of the mind is to watch the nature of the mind. It's not to understand it. It's like you don't need to understand if you want to, because that's like a like a something you're really interested in. Then you should go explore it. But the, nobody needs any of this. All you have to do is just watch the process unfolding. And the deeper you get into this, all I mean deeper is the the less you become attached to the personal mind or the egoic state of mind, you start to see this as clear as day. And you can't see it in like the physical world, but it's the experience is just as real as the physical world. And that's why. The only, that's why the physical world is different because two people can see it and physically agree on it. When it's your inner world though, you're the only one having that real experience. And so trying to bring that real experience into language in the physical world never translates, which is why it's so difficult to actually have these conversations. And the only thing you can really do is point people to have their own experience. So the experience that you're having right now is the separation from it. And now you're seeing like, huh, it just wonders. It just, and I like some of these ideas, some of these ideas that don't and, and awesome. If it's a great idea, bring it into the physical world. If it's not a great idea, just don't pay any attention to it. But the, the key is that you're in control watching everything. You're still, when you're in the seat of witness conscious and it's a big Zen word just means that you're in a state of clarity. Like you can see this, the mind is still going to be talking. It's just how loud is it? And then do you get glued to it? And for how long? That's really the question. And then eventually, as you get deeper and deeper in these things, it's like, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Mukinanda or whoever it was that basically said, at some point, you know, like you're, you're in the middle of a river and it's over your head. And like, that is like, you're just in the river and that's like being fully attached to the egoic side of the personal mind. You're just in the river over your head and you realize you're the only one holding on the rock. Like you're the one holding yourself down in the middle of the river. And then eventually, that, like, that was
1: like when I was at that Christmas party this past weekend, yes, exactly. <laughs> I was, that was, I was definitely under the water. You're under
0: the water there. It happens. It still happens. Right. And, and, and so then when you, when you start to, to work on yourself, right, the aim starts to work on yourself, you actually, your, your head rises above, but it's very easy for a wave to come over Mm -hmm. it's very easy to go back under right and that's why like you just get above and then all of a sudden you get your your neck up and again you're like wow this is a whole different perspective over here and then it's easy for a wave to come over eventually you understand the metaphor here like you just start climbing deeper and deeper out of this and at some point you get to stand on a bridge that's above the river and every now and then there's a spray that comes by and you can feel the mist That was kind of how it described as your your examples if you go through there. And all of that is a metaphor for is like you, as you separate from that, you're less underwater, less underwater. And then eventually you'll be at this thing. And of course, yeah, you know, that's kind of like when the Dalai Lama says, yeah, I get irritated, but it's like like writing on water is what I think he said, right? Or it's only for the three seconds that I allow it to be. And then it's gone. That's like the mist hitting you standing on top of the bridge. You felt it and then it's gone.
1: And that's your ego, your mind, all those things.
0: Well, part of it is you're also just experiencing it. Like, it's just like, if that, if that tends to be the experience that you're having, you're having that experience. Oh,
1: sorry. Give me an example. What do you mean?
0: Well, like if, if you, if somebody sends you an email and you get irritated,
1: like like, you
0: can't pretend to go, well, hold on. I'm this whole spiritual thing. I can't be irritated. Like that's the wrong, that's you fighting with yourself. That's jumping in the pond, trying to smooth out the ripples by you splashing the ripples.
1: And like, I don't know if this actually applies, but like renouncing yes. or trying to push away Same thing. everything so you don't even have to deal with it. Yes. Which I will say in the Gita, the part that kept standing at this is the part I did hear multiple times, which I just think is so interesting as we talk about the 200% life that he kept, they kept asking, I think it was Krishna, what, which path is better, the path of renunciation or the path of action mm-hmm. to, for your spiritual yes. journey. And he kept saying it's the path of action is the best Way, which by the way forward. means he's going to go
0: kill his like family. Family,
1: yeah, as the best way, best way forward towards spiritual growth, personal growth, whatever. And I was just like, man, I don't know, that was written in like two the set first century, yeah, CE, C- like e? or ago something or like or that. Yeah. yeah, um
0: yeah. People have been talking about this, which for a is long time. fascinating
1: because now it's. I mean, it's the same exact thing. Now it's like, yeah, th- that action is the best way
0: forward. Forward. Yes. Well, because action if you try to make your world so small that nothing hits it yeah then all you're doing is you're actually trying to build yourself a shell and at some point it's like well i can't get a dog because i have a dog like we have a cat like it's like it's like uh, like maybe if i shouldn't have either then like maybe i should live in the middle of the woods and then i'm not saying like like i like actually living in the middle of the woods <laughs> yeah. but like it's not if you if your intention is to aim your life small so nothing hits it you're not actually growing that's the whole point so when you get out in the in the world whether you're whatever profession you're doing it doesn't matter whether you're that's why it's always like it almost it does it's so irrelevant what role you play mm-hmm. because in any role that you're playing you get to work on yourself
1: well i mean even in your example it doesn't even really matter if you choose to live by yourself in the middle of the woods if you are growing through you're exploring your area you're having to figure out how to I mean, it's still action, right? Yes, it's still yeah. action. You're not just living a life of the intellect. If that
0: was like more of intellect. your it, more of your authentic nature to go yes, do that, that's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going, I don't want the world to hit my stuff, so I'm going to go live in the woods. Well, I'm going to do that nothing. Is, that's renunciation.
1: Yes, and I think when the gita they were talking about, it was more of like that intellectual, the renunciation of action and like exist in like interacting with the world versus the versus the other way. I think it was yoga, something karmic yoga, and then the other one was. Another word that I
0: don't know. Um, We need to change those words for like new modern society. Like We already are for those things. But But the other
1: one was, and he was saying like the, yes, the other one is the very intellectual. Like you just, you don't take action. You don't interact with the world. You maybe are sitting and doing in in meditation or prayer or whether in the middle of people or alone, but you're not having to deal with
0: the world. Yes. And the world and really what the, all you're saying there is I don't want the world to hit my stuff. Yeah. I don't want the world to show me where I'm disturbed because I realize that if, if the world doesn't actually come in to my senses and I don't see it, then I don't get disturbed. So, therefore, I'm going to go build a life of not getting disturbed. But the funny thing is in that example, people go, well, that seems silly. But that's what everyone's doing anyways. Yeah. That's what everyone's doing right now. The friends that you're friends with because you go, they make me feel good. I'm not saying you shouldn't be around friends that make you feel good. But you shouldn't be around them because they don't bother you. Because what happens if they're no longer your friends? Or what happens if they turn on you? Then you suffer, right? Like, it, it's, it's why you start from the beginning of this is that you need nothing and enjoy everything. It's the whole essence of what that means. Is I'm going to enjoy my friends. They're going to be amazing. But if they happen to not be my friends, I'm still going to enjoy everything. <laughs> Versus being like. But
1: doesn't mean you have to choose to spend time with them.
0: Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Like, you, you're still in here having this experience. But the whole. It, it, this is why it's almost irrelevant what you do. Like it just, because the whole experience, like, why can't you go have the experience? I'm not saying that you can't go. And this is where people always get like, I don't even see you like getting your mind going right now. Like it's, it's, it's never, it's never about not directing your life. It's not about that either. It's, it's more about if, if there's something in front of you that you're choosing to do, it's just logical that you would want to enjoy it. Like, let's yes, just say you yes. had to be a janitor. I, I'm, I'm not dismissing a janitor. In fact, Ronald Reed, the guy that who.
1: Yes, $8 million.
0: Yeah, he, he literally was a janitor his entire life. He actually happens to live in Vermont. Um, and he made like $30,000, 32000 the most he ever made every year. And when he died, nobody knew he had any money. He had like $8 million. And mm-hmm. he gave $6 of it away to a, to uh, the town down there for like athletic improvements. But so, also anyways. his
1: worth wasn't, had nothing to do with
0: why he did his job right he loved or, or he did. with that
1: eight million dollars i mean then it was because of how much he impacted Yeah. even without the money the people around him
0: exactly yeah. and then it was they were just also shocked the fact that he had all this wealth yeah. and never like bought anything with it because he yeah. just didn't need it he just he just he just did his own thing right you know and so um so it's really never not about the activity but just in case you were like what would be your opportunity if you're going i have to go do this for six months Whatever it is, until I can find something else, you have a choice to suffer while you're doing that, or at least be the best you can while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just logical. Forget about spirituality or personal growth. It's just logical. If you're going to give a presentation and you don't want to give the presentation, then either don't give it, right? Or if you're going to do it, then why not enjoy it while you're doing it? I don't. I don't get it. Like it's just <laughs> not logical.
1: I should have. Lived. <laughs> All I can think of is that damn Christmas party. So yes. I'm like, man, I should have listened to this podcast or we should have had this conversation before I went there because I chose to go there and then I was not enjoying it.
0: No, you weren't.
1: It was very, yeah, I was totally in my You're head. you like sweating.
0: Head. When you were there oh, I had, like
1: a physical, like visceral.
0: Yes. How uncomfortable you were.
1: reaction to being so uncomfortable. And
0: so part of it, when that situation happens, right, it's always like, then you can go back one step and go, well, how, look at this little personal ego that I have so uptight about being here. Mm-hmm. Like all you're doing is creating more separation because you can't, you can't deny the experience that you're having. You that's where you. knew this is where I went back for. You can't go. I'm having this. I shouldn't be having this. Like I, I I'm, I'm, I'm teaching this or like whatever it is. Like I shouldn't be, shouldn't be having. No, you're having the experience. What you just do is get back behind it and go, look at this mind. Look at this ego. So uptight, so nervous. So not wanting to be here. What that's, that's what you surrender to. And then the minute you surrender to that, because that was probably a combination of f- three million different activities that came in there and that started showing up in that moment. So you're not going to go, why do I feel this way about it? Who cares? You feel that way. Let it go. That's when you can really get rid of it. That's what relax and release is. That's what the whole spiritual process is, is that part of you that made it not comfortable there, not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if a, if a five-year-old went there, like they would just, they would have been fine. They wouldn't have cared if anybody else they was there. They fo- were
1: fine. There was yeah, a lot of five-year-olds there. there. Fine, they, were <laughs> they were
0: fine. They were fine. <laughs> They were fine. And it's just, again, like it's just, or there's plenty of adults there. That was fine. So it wasn't the event itself. That wasn't right, fine. Right. It was, you were bothering yourself by the moment. Absolutely. Nobody else was bothered by the fact that you were there. I guarantee nobody else went there and go, "When are why hell and Bill are here. Right? No, yeah, I know. nobody did. So again, that's where that whole line. In, and even in Michael's singer's new book, right? Or, um, where he, t- where he says that his favorite line in that whole thing is it's not, the moment is not bothering you. You are always bothering yourself about the moment. That's yeah. a classic example of that. Yeah. You're just bothering yourself by a moment that no, it look, if you're in a moment that was maybe like dangerous or like, like it was a really bad moment, we would have a different conversation, but a majority of our lives and you, all of us listening to this 99% of them is it's not the, it's, there's actually not really anything threatening wrong, right? It's just more of we're making it bad. We're actually the ones causing us to suffer for no reason.
1: But you know what? Gosh, that's just such a good example because I haven't had one of those examples in such a long time. But I know that not too long ago we were talking about fear. And like that was such a great example of that psychological fear. Like I was literally in like fight or flight mode. Yes. As if there was a major threat. Yes.
0: And you were with four or five-year-olds making... (laughs) christmas cards there
1: was a fucking santa there (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly right oh my god yeah i probably i could have like i had so much adrenaline i probably could have like you know yes attacked back when when, when,
0: when people when people go like what am i supposed to work on well i think life will show you and that's exactly what it is interesting but that's the that's the whole that's the whole nature of the mind so when you explore the nature of the mind in itself the, the, you always go back, like the teachings that we always do here is always going back to the deepest part of you is how do you know? So whenever you're stuck, the question that you can always go to is, well, how do I know I feel this fear? How do I know I feel weird about ready that I am wearing this outfit? Or how do I because there's something in there telling you that it is. That's what you surrender to. That's the personal mind, the egoic side. So every day when your aim is higher so that when you go to bed at night that a part of you is gone, you relax that part of you. You let go of that part of you. And again, that's the samskaras that's stored in there. And a samskara, again, has been used for 2,000 years of, of basically, because they were, back then, people were meditators, really big meditators. And what they did is they just watched the, sometimes people go, well, how do you know all this stuff about the mind? I go, because you just watch what's happening in my own mind. It's happening in yours. I guarantee it is. It's just slightly different colors, but it's the same thing that's happening. And then we just talk about it. People are like, wow, that's really insightful. No, it's just, I can see it happening and I'm just talking about it. It's not hard. <laughs> it's just the, the, the further back you get, the easier it is for you to see and then talk about it. And so when people are really glued, they can't really talk about it. Cause they don't, it's like, it's literally like if we're swimming in water and somebody goes up and goes, how's the water? And somebody goes, well, what do you mean is what's the water? Mm-hmm. Like nobody has any idea they're even in water. So first is the first awakening, the first experience you can have, which is, there's this whole mind in here and it's like talking to me all the time. There's a voice in here and it's also related to these old emotions. When the, when the the voice is not good, I don't feel good. And you go, congratulations. That's the whole point. There's the whole point of spirituality is to recognize. How do you know that you hear a mind? Well, and eventually people are gonna say, cause I'm in here. Great. That's it. The rest of the path is done then you just got to continue on to make sure that you do the work, which is, so how do you get out of it? Right. It's always the same thing. So how do you get out of that? Is you you literally relax and release to allow it the space to move through you. And you know, again, we are as, as, some people probably know we're, we're close to releasing, Let's say close six months away from releasing a book or so. Um, and part of that, maybe seven. Oh yeah. Okay. Seven, seven <laughs> <Six> months. months. <laughs> uh, but part of that is, is really explaining that entire process very slow. Like, so why does that even happen? And then how do you actually get rid of that? How do you actually move through the process? How do you live? How do you deal with life? And what are you actually surrendering to? What are you actually doing? Like people want to know, like, cause they feel like it's an action. Well, it's an interaction. It's the same thing. So in the Bhagavad Gita, when they talk about actions always the direct way, there's action outwardly and there's action inwardly. There are two actions always happening in the 200% life, the 100% action in the inner world, which is your ability to not, the action is don't get addicted to the mind. Don't pay attention to it. That's the personal mind. Anyways, you can use the mind for intellect, for business, for remembering people's names for Christmas or holidays, whatever it is you're doing. Of course, that's the whole, it's beautiful. Use it.
1: I I still so as long so there's nothing. I just wanted to kind of wrap back up on the the wandering mind thing that there's obviously it's not like a, it's nothing about good or bad. It just is, and as long as you if you allow just, it to just be,
0: yeah. If your mind is saying it's good or bad, that's fine. Let it say it's bad.
1: No, I'm just saying like
0: I know, but I'm just I'm okay. just giving somebody else just another tip here. If the mind is saying, oh, this is bad just go how do i know that the mind is saying it's bad and you go i'm in here that's always the answer because then you go then it separates you and then it just kind of fizzles out
1: but i don't even know if. but but that's kind of my whole point about the wandering mind i I don't want it to necessarily fizzle out because by the very to me again like the the wandering mind just feels like well i think there's a difference not a racing mind of like these anxious thoughts it's like a
0: yeah maybe it was just an inspirational moment for it but remember there's different things there's Memory is different than personal mind. Yeah, I'm
1: not talking about memory. Yeah, I know, but like yeah. people like, you
0: never forget your memories, but memories don't <laughs> like. Yeah, you do. Well, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you just, you can usually recall people's names, right? Like you can, you have a memory for you. you know, people know what two plus two is, right? They can use your mind that way. The inspiration that comes, the, the reality is, is the minute you stop getting so glued to the mind, the more inspiration, if you want to use that word, the more you just infrequent
1: spontaneous
0: yeah like that just it shows up there and you go that's it that's yeah. it and it's a movement it's not i always try to explain this watch just if people are listening just watch where the mind talks it's always the left side of the mind of the brain right left side that's where the the where the does it yes it is it's always in the. it always generates from the left side you'll watch where the voice comes in it's in the left side of the of the hemisphere And that's where language is comes from. So when it comes in from the left side, you know that it's a personal mind generated thing with inspiration comes like from behind and maybe you just got to have more experience. Just watch this happen. That's interesting. Inspiration comes from behind deeper or even above and it moves your whole body. And then your mind starts talking about how great of an idea that it was that it came up with it. But the reality is had nothing to do with it, Hmm. but it's a, it's a different, just watch it where it comes from. That's that's the if it comes from like the personal side, it'll come from the left side, upper part of the left side, and you'll see it flow in there. The inspiration or movement of the visceral contact with it comes from behind and above, and it's just the movement through your body. And you go, "Oh, that's it! I get it!" And then you like what you were really getting is you get the whole experience of it. You actually get it, and now you can bring that in the physical world. That's how you can use it for that whole thing. So again, the the whole nature of exploration of the mind always comes down to is how do i know how do i know i'm watching it how do i know it says it's good or bad how do i know it has preferences and if you just stay there it'll take you the rest of the way i promise you it really will hey thanks for hanging today and for listening to the show however if you are interested in getting a short email from me in your inbox each tuesday when a new episode drops you can these emails are super short I just cover whatever I happen to be thinking about each week, whether that's an article or a quote I've shared, a book I've read, or a new product that I'm loving. Plus info in the latest episode of Business Meets Spirituality. If that sounds like something you want to check out, we love you too. Just go to adamhergenrother.com forward slash email.